podcast. Today we're talking about apartheid and we chose We Shall Not Be Moved to relate to our topic. Today I have Caitlin, Beth, and McGlenn joining me. Let's just go ahead and define apartheid and what what it really mean, what the what it really meant. Beth, why don't you start us off? So apartheid was a political system created in South Africa and it started out as kind of just the idea of segregation, but then laws were created. And this relates to the time period because this was started around the time of World War II when people realized how segregation could really get out of hand. Like Beth was saying about how um, they made laws that segregated the black South Africans and the white South Africans. Some of the laws were like you couldn't marry a different race, you couldn't live with a different race, you couldn't work with a different race, lots of things like that, that just created a large amount of segregation. And from that became a lot of resistance from other countries and also black South Africans in South Africa who didn't agree with this law and wanted to change it. I know Beth said that she would relate it to World War II. Does anybody want to expand off that, uh, Caitlin, maybe? or? If, if there's other events in our society that could be relatable. Um, so <clears throat> expanding off what Beth said about World War II, a really big thing that was happening was the Holocaust. And I think that apartheid connects to it because they both had to do with um, segregation of a certain group of people. Apartheid didn't really have all the genocide, but um, it still had a big impact on the people. So another event that I found similar in history was after the um, Civil War in America, there was a segregation between, especially in the South, between the blacks and whites. And just like the apartheid, there were laws created like the Jim Crow laws. And this is, I think this is also similar because they're also kind of in developing countries or countries that just went through a big event. And I think all of these examples that we just said have to do with that. Definitely, I completely agree with what you guys were all saying. There seems to be a common theme of an inferior race. So how do you think that that affected how we think of South Africa? It changed the way that we thought about South Africa because originally like not a lot of other countries really cared about South Africa so this new law brought a lot of attention to their country and it made the country and it made other countries around um, South Africa like the UK and the US impose economic sanctions on the country because they didn't disagree with it um, because of all the attention it also shattered any thought or hopes that apartheid would bring peace to the country of South Africa that because that's what South Africa thought the leaders of South Africa thought was going to happen when they made the law of apartheid. Anybody else have anything they think? So continuing off of what McGlynn said about other countries not liking what South Africa was doing and kind of fighting back, fighting back against what they thought was going to help their country, two organizations that came up out of this were the PAC and the ANC, and they worked to resolve the um, 
things that were happening in the segregation against the group of people in South Africa. As a note, the ANC is the African National Congress and the PAC is the Pan-Africanist Congress. So how did the resistance that you're talking about from the PAC and the ANC affect the future of apartheid and of the discrimination against minorities worldwide? I think it really brought to the people's attention how wrong it was because there are many bad events like the shooting in Sharpsville where there was a protest going on and there there were 67 black killed and more than 180 were wounded. And this event convinced many of the anti-apartheid leaders that they could um, that they could not get to the res resolution that they needed without violence. Definitely, McGlynn. Um, like Beth was saying, there were multiple events that led to the international attention that was brought to South Africa, like when thousands of black children in Soweto, which is one of the townships where black South Africans were required to live. They demonstrated against the Afrikaans language requirement for black African students. The police opened fire and with they used tear gas and bullets. And like the article says that we were, that we read about apartheid, it says the protests and government crackdowns that followed combined with a national economic recession grew, drew more international attention to South Africa and shattered all illusions that apartheid had brought peace or prosperity to the nation. So like Beth was saying, it basically shattered all hopes that apartheid could end peacefully. They needed to use violence. So I think what both McGlenn and Beth are getting at is that um, these organizations that were created um, help to make people realize how bad apartheid actually was, but also did cause violence in trying to stop what was happening. So let's listen to our second clip of We Shall Not Be Moved, and then we'll talk about how the song reflects those ideas we've been talking about. We're brothers together, we shall not be moved. We're brothers together. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that segment. We're going to jump right into our last question. How does We Shall Not Be Moved relate to the idea of apartheid? Caitlin, do you want to start us off? Um, so I think this song was mainly focusing on how these people felt when they were being discriminated against people who believed they were superior. And this happened in apartheid when these people were discriminated against and were told they weren't allowed to do things just because of their race. And the song also talks about these people realizing that they can fight back against what is happening to them. And um, one of the lyrics says, just like a tree planted by the water, we shall not be moved. So it's showing that they're gonna fight back and not be pushed around anymore. Beth, anything? So another lyric that I found was I'm on my way to heaven. So I think this means that they haven't done anything wrong. They think that by by fighting back and standing up for themselves, it they're gonna still go to heaven because they're fighting for their rights and their freedom. Another example of how we shall not be moved relates to apartheid is when black and white together, we shall not be moved. Um, so 
in South Africa, they created these things called Bantusians, and they were regulated rural areas for black South Africans to live separate from white South Africans. And I think that this relates because um, the white South Africans had to forcibly remove the black South Africans to go live in these rural areas. So when they say we shall not be moved, like they don't want to move from their homes, they don't want to be separated from their family. And that's when it, why it says like black and white together, that they can live together and be peaceful. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. That's all the time we have. I'm Jill, your host, and with, I'm here with McGlenn. Thank you. Caitlin. Thank you. And Beth. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
For example, in the Congo, they were ruled by the Force Publique and they were tortured. And two different races weren't allowed to live together. And in both situations, they were heavily segregated against. And that's why they were laid together.